Well, hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud. Today, Friday, September 17th, 2021. Fall is upon us. It's still a very weird time in the United States of America been for a while now this country is definitely a it's an interesting place has so much potential but there's a lot of dueling sort of forces going on you got a lot of ideals that are really great democracy and freedom of speech Right, they're simple. The principles of our country that are written down on the Constitution and all are great. Good stuff. I think what the issue is, is there's like wavering, differing levels on what freedom means. For some people, freedom means their right to force their opinion onto others. That means that they're free. It's a, a, a weird view of freedom, in my opinion. I like the idea of freedom being you're, you're eat, everyone's free to make their own choice and how to live their life. You know, makes more sense to me. Like some people being there's many people in this country that live in fear of, well, just live in fear. You know, they, they kind of, they consume fear because there's networks and certain media outlets that just sort of propagate fear. They, they deliver fear on a daily, you know, daily message. Fox News, Newsmax. Infowars, they sell fear, and there's millions of Americans that gobble it up and make choices and vote based off of fear. Fear of Democrats, fear of immigrants, fear of women having power over their own bodies, all kinds of things. Fear of people who are different. Fear of people who don't prescribe to some specific whatever all kinds of things there's all kinds of fears or hang-ups or whatever you want to call them that people have and then certain uh, high-powered individuals and in media can exploit and take advantage of you know you have certain views on certain groups of people well you can be made to do certain things because of your opinions of those people you know like support a massively costly wall being built in the middle of a desert that's going to cost billions of dollars and will achieve nothing you know you can be manipulated into supporting such a thing if you have fear of immigrants if you don't have fear of immigrants the entire idea of the wall 
seems preposterous and ludicrous and a complete waste of money, which it is. It's a stupid idea. It's dumb. It's a wall in the middle of the desert. It's something that costs massive amounts of money and generates zero revenue. The only thing it generates is future cost. You have to constantly keep repairing it, but the thing itself causes damage. Yeah, it, it's a wall in the middle of the desert, but there's still migratory patterns of a wide variety of species on this planet, including humans, that are interrupted, obviously, by building a big fucking wall in the middle of the desert so that it becomes like a, a sort of void it, not even just a mili demilitarized zone but a, almost like a void of, of life boundary you, you know it becomes a, a, a point of decay and why do that you, you know um, but there's people in power in this country who like having power and they and they want anything to have more you know and so building a big wall is certainly a, a, a demonstration of power and strength and oppression it's a very fascist move because whatever the people building the wall are saying about you know there's these people invading our country and we got to build the wall to keep them out it's also to prevent us from leaving you know, and, and getting the word out and stuff, you know, it's to try to kind of keep everyone contained. In this country, there are also for-profit prisons, you know, prison companies that build prisons, cages to lock up human beings that the government has in the past and probably still continues to this day to have certain arrangements with. So it becomes a sort of weird cycle of criminalizing all kinds of behavior, including just being an immigrant. The term illegal immigrant is a term that is used in media and news, even though they're not committing a crime. And if they're trespassing, well, that's trespassing. It's hardly worthy of, you know, spending weeks and months in jail which they're doing when they're, you know, held in concentration camps on the southern border. And that's what, what they are. It's a concentration of people being treated poorly, and they all kind of look the same. You know, they look sim they're a similar ethnic ethnicity. You know, they're, they're, they're immigrants. You know, they're kind of a group of people coming here, and our country has said, we're going to lock you up for the crime of, you know, you didn't declare, whatever it is, whatever bureaucratic silliness, you know, it's basically, a, it's a question of paperwork. That, that's the extent of it. Paperwork. You know, these people that are wanting to come here, they don't have paperwork yet. The reason they don't have paperwork yet is because they don't have money. The reason they don't have money is because, well, they're, they're immigrants. They're, they're fleeing places and seeking refuge. But again, there's lots of people in this country who have very small-minded views of people from a wide variety of different ethnicities and live with fear and hatred of other groups. And these people can be exploited into supporting Republican candidates, even a candidate that was a former game show host and a well-known famous con man. You know, people's small-mindedness and their fearfulness of other can be exploited, and they can be led to do very stupid things. 
some of the most devout followers of that former command guy who became a game show host and then eventually the 45th president of the United States, some of that con man's most famous or most arduent, I should say, supporters actually tried to overthrow the government of the United States of America. Yeah, he got them pretty riled up on January 6, 2021 at a rally. Oh, this was... After he had already lost the election, he was in just his final weeks of his presidency, but he was making it clear that he had no intention of respecting the institution of the presidency of the United States of America, and that he was not going to respect a peaceful transition of power. He had no intention of doing so. He declared that before the election, and then once the results were in, and he did indeed lose... And he lost badly. He did very well. He got 71 million votes. That's quite impressive for a president who abused his power and was impeached twice and will go down as one of the worst presidents in our country's history. Um, just the worst type of person to put in to that type of position of power. Uh, an absolutely awful pick. But in his final weeks, you know, uh, with... You know, the the most diehard folks still with them, you know, bless their hearts. But, uh, yeah, there, there was millions of people in this country that just, that just were led quite astray. I think the most jarring part about it is there were so many of them, so many, that were like boastful, in your face, kind of proud of the fact that they were also claiming to be Christian. And um, that was jarring, you know. I mean, I grew up in the church. I know what the teachings of Jesus are. Um, yeah, Donald Trump does not represent the teachings of Jesus. Nope. Sorry. He's, he's the antithesis. He's the opposite, you know. So it's just a, it's a weird time in this country, you know. People... Millions of people <clears throat> were manipulated so badly that they very vocally and boastfully voted against their own professed core values. And they found various reasons to excuse it. You know, but there's not really any excuse for it. It's the, it was the biggest layup of all. If you're a Christian and you have professed to you know, walk in the light of Jesus... Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Deliver us not from temptation, but deliver us from evil. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. These kind of basic things, okay, that, that, that's what you profess to follow. Sh should you follow and support politically, give power to Donald Trump w without any questions or anything without any sort of asking questions or anything just yes give give power to Donald Trump is that who you should support and, and it doesn't matter what letters next to his name that's not really relevant you, you know nowhere in the Bible does it say thou shall vote Republican it does not say that I know that you've somehow convinced yourself that it does but it doesn't and, and again, I know you're emphatic about that. There's millions of Christians that genuinely believe, heart of hearts, 
like a core foundational belief that they must vote for the politicians with ours next to their name. It's very strange. How, how did it get to that? You know, um, you know, if you're talking about principles of feeding the hungry and curing the sick, well, gosh, that that's not the Republican Party that does that kind of stuff. No, sorry. Ah, uh, so you know, and that their primary objectives, the Republican Party, are cutting taxes for the wealthy and then cutting taxes for corporations. This will create a budget deficit. So then they're going to want to cut funding to programs that help will feed the hungry and cure the sick. They're going to want to cut funding to those kind of things. So yes, so they're going to be more hungry people and more sick people. Yes. Yep. Um, Republicans were also very supportive of building the wall because there's people coming here. They're trespassing, so we need to treat them like criminals. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Um, yeah, so no. Um, yeah, the Republican Party, if anything, is not the one you should be going for if you're Christian. No, that doesn't necessarily mean you got to vote Democrat. I get that we're presented with just the two options. It's a that's the other big conundrum in this country. There should be about, oh, I don't know, 150, 200 or so political organizations that have representation at some level on the federal government where there is no real controlling body. You must meet together. Each you know, representative votes. Each senator votes on each specific issue that's brought to the thing. Everything that passes in the House is brought up in the Senate. End of debate, boom, here we go, you know. <laughs> the bill passes in the House, then it needs to be brought up in the Senate, and the senators need to vote on it. If it's yay or nay, what, whatever, but the results need to be tallied, you know, or whatever, you know. Like Republicans, though, are very much the opposite of just getting voted in and then just kind of doing nothing. After they get their tax cuts for the wealthy and corporations, they just kind of say, screw it, and, and they'll just not even bring bills to the table. That have been passed in the in the house. So, and again, those Republicans are there because millions of working class people voted out of fear, fear of the Democrats, fear of immigrants, fear of LGBTQ people, whatever, you know, fear. You know, the, the Democrats are going to take your guns away. How how can a gun add, you know? gun rights advocate or whatever genuinely think the Democrats are going to steal your guns away. There's this thing called the Second Amendment. It's the very amendment that most gun rights ad advocates, you know, point to. The Second Amendment. So, no, the Democrats are not taking your guns away. The Second Amendment is not going to be repealed. You know, that that's quite a deal to repeal an amendment, and that's just not an issue on the table. No, of course, you know, m making sure that the sort of uh, psychotic individual doesn't get access to some sort of assault-style rifle, that seems like a decent idea, and maybe, you know, and, and I get... It's maybe just some sort of thing to where, I don't know, you have to pass some kind of safety class, training course to get a military thing. Like, 
it is a military weapon. It seems like some weapons should require military clearance. Like, you weren't in the military, you don't get to have it. I'm, I'm sorry. There's still plenty of other guns, but that's a whole other thing, and that's a big, big old melt stew of things, because there's people that just love their fucking guns, and love to shoot them, and it makes them feel powerful, and again, and I get it, whatever the fuck, I, I've shot a gun before, it's neat, out in the woods of eastern Oregon once, but, you know, government's not ste stealing your guns, and making a basic law that says that you gotta wait an extra day, F, X, or whatever, very specific variables, very and how about the people who own guns come up with some basic things? What are the things that you do to keep safe? You know that it's a dangerous thing, so you have some practices that you do. So what are some good ideas, some basic things, so that we don't just say, you know, have a military-style, a loaded weapon just laying in the street or something? You know? so is that what is ideal, you know, just like outside of school, there's just guns just hanging out or something, you know, like, obviously, you have to have certain precautions with that thing, obviously, when the Second Amendment was written, guns were at a certain level of technology and lethalness that is far, nowhere near, far below where they're at now, so there has to be some, some sort of nuance, a little bit, without infringing upon the actual amendment but again people are made to do stupid things out of fear but again that's the other thing though all that stuff about guns blah 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 blah, blah. and that's why that re working class conservative voted for that republican what's that republican gonna do after all that stuff about guns well let's scroll back to 2017 you know so that that Republican voter in Michigan or Wisconsin or whatever voted Trump because guns, you know, they're worried about their guns. It's early in 2017. Why are the Republican Party celebrating? Why is Donald Trump out in front of the White House lawn signing this? The new bill was signed. Because it's a massive tax bill that gives a huge tax cut to wealthy people and corporations. Yeah. Some of those corporations start firing people pretty quickly after because now they can afford to restructure and make some changes in their operations and such. Neato. Now, again, yeah, you, you voted for them because of guns and whatever. Right. Whatever they got to tell you <laughs> uh, to keep, keep you voting for them, they're, they're happy to, to say it to you. And they might throw you a bone here and there like Texas Republicans, uh, you know, they, they, they upped the ante recently by really doing some pretty crazy shit to try to get around Roe versus Wade. Um, now, the, the reason the government shouldn't have the right to make a medical procedure illegal is because how in the heck do you enforce such a stupid law? It's beyond oppressive and ridiculous and stupid. Uh, the Texas law has something where you can you can get some kind of ten thousand dollar bounty if you turn in someone who's aiding in an abortion. Okay, you know, but then there's this thing of suspected aiding, or are you are you trying to stop it before it happens? How do you know? 
is there a whole groups of vigilante people roaming around trying to see if women are pregnant and are considered it it's very bizarre in you know this there's a lot of people in this country there's a lot of women uh i i don't really understand what role the government man has and what's going on inside a woman's body the woman has to like with laws like that that will ban a medical procedure regardless of what your opinions are on it it does mean that the government man is involved in women's you know medical checkups and stuff that that just doesn't seem right that that's that seems wrong and that obviously that would be happening if abortion becomes illegal entirely any woman suspected of even being pregnant would then have to sort of declare herself or something or would be turned in and would have to be closely monitored to ensure that no funny business happens or something that would be wrong that would be oppressive oppressive okay if you're uncomfortable with that procedure Offer alternatives, but be also you're you're gonna have to just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know, you you make the choice to not get one. That's your choice. You want to make the choice to spread information about it. That's your choice. You want to make the choice to offer alternatives, to offer aid, and to help out as best you can. That's a great choice there too. You want to make the choice to punish the woman that's in that position. That, that's not really a good choice. That's less of a good choice. Y you making the choice to punish a person because you're not in their shoes and you don't want to try to, you know, put yourself in their shoes and you want to just sort of assume that you know what's best for them based off of your particular experience. That's, that seems just like a poor choice, you know, for the pro-life people, you know. If you want to be pro-life, then be pro-life. Do what you can to encourage life. Be pro-life. Be yay life. Punishing people for living their life is not pro-life. It, it's it's not. Okay? So if you're pro-life and your only real stance is that you're anti-abortion, then just own it. You're an anti-abortionist. You're not pro-life. You know, if you think that people getting an abortion should be punished, but then you also don't support health care as a right or education as a right, or universal basic income, then you're not pro-life. I'm sorry. You're just anti-abortion. You're pro-punishing people. You're pro-suppression, oppression. Okay? You're pro-big government. You're pro-those things. Under the guise of pretending like you're trying to do it because Jesus told you so. No, he didn't. You know, Jesus' teachings do not say, Thou shalt punish women who get abortions. That's, nope. Sorry. That, that's not what it says. You know, you want to help out that woman. You want to offer aid. You want to be a, a lending ear, support, as best you can. Great. That, that's, a, that's a good thing to be. Be a resource. Be helpful. And if you want to offer, well, what if you did this? But you also have to accept that maybe they, that's not going to be the choice for them. But if you want to offer positive solutions, great. Banning abortion is not one, though. That's not understanding. That's not empathy. I know that you think it is, because you're adamant that 
a fertilized egg inside of a woman who's six weeks pregnant and doesn't even know she's pregnant yet is a fully matured baby, just like the one you see on the billboards. It, they're the exact same in your mind. Now, I'm laying on the sarcasm kind of thick because obviously you don't think that. You know better, but you're, you're, that, you're, you're sticking to it. Well, it has fingernails now or something or whatever. It's like, right, it's the beginnings of 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 what may be eventually after nine months a baby. Now, some babies can be born before that. They're going to be pretty tiny. It'll take a lot of work to, you know, and all that. But yeah, you know, six weeks, not much, not a whole lot yet. You know, the just beginnings of the beginnings. I think everyone has their own, I don't know, processing and perception of what it means to be in this life and all that sort of thing. And pretty deep philosophical questions. I don't really feel like the government should be involved in that because that, you're talking so micro. I mean, literally. Literally, like you're talking the need of electronic equipment and stuff and a woman going in and getting him to even know. You would not be able to tell. You know, and then it, it's the government be involved in such, on such a minute, microscopic level what's going on. And you just inside it, a woman inside of a woman's body, it's just, it's just crazy. I do think it would be great if there was fewer abortions, but there's there's how that how do you get there? Well, you, you offer as many alternatives as possible, but you still have high quality health care available, the full plethora of options. The only option for a woman is that, then that's that's what it is. You know, if that's what the choice is, then that's what the choice is. Some choices might be that they decide to go in a different direction, but reality is tough. Life is tough in this country. Life is tough around the world, and there are harsh and cruel things that happen to people in this country. And adding cruelty to it doesn't make it better. You know, the two wrongs don't make a right sort of thing. And, um, you know, women of this country have to go through enough shit. We don't need the government man dictating to them what sort of medical procedures they're allowed to have. But again, this is another little side shoot that got into for the specific purpose of reminding why do people vote Republican? Well, some people have very staunch opinions on abortion. And they'll call themselves pro-life, but what they really are is anti-abortion. I'm pro-life, but I'm not anti-abortion. But I am pro-life. I'm not anti-abortion. I'm not necessarily pro-abortion either. I don't believe the government should be allowed to meddle in a in woman's medical affairs. That's not really the government man's business. You know. Just the government shouldn't have any involvement. I don't think abortion should be illegal. But I am pro-life. So it's kind of... Because I believe that healthcare should be right and education should be right and there should be universal basic income. You know, because these all, these all kinds of things improve the quality of life for a wide, robust groups of people. Those kinds of things may even very well reduce the number of abortions. Possibly. It's just a theory. There's universal basic income, health care, all those kinds of things. Some abort there's there's no specific stereotype of, you know, this is the woman who gets an abortion. It's a, it's women. 
you know, there's not one specific type, but, you know, sometimes it's on the poor end, sometimes it's not, you know, it, it's all kinds of people, you know, but all, all of that, talk of abortion, because there's people who vote for candidates, and specifically Republican candidates, because that Republican candidate will say pro-life, we're going to protect life, you know, by punishing women and offering a $10,000 reward for anyone who turns that woman in because she's on her way to get an abortion. And that's how we're, you know, protecting life or whatever. So people will vote for that Republican. And then what will that Republican do who promised to ban abortion? Well, eventually they will write some laws to try and ban abortion, but those laws will be unconstitutional. It may take a while for that to be officially declared as such. The Texas law is unconstitutional. Um, it's it, it, yeah. Anyway, I'm not a lawyer, but it's just yeah. It, it's our system is made to design to go slow, but that law it it has to fail because it's it's unconstitutional. You know, the government has no right to dictate to a person what medical procedures they're allowed to have. It, it just it's just kind of crazy. But anyway, all of that. What does that Republican do when they're voted in? Right away. First and foremost, again, flashback to 2017. Why are the Republican Party, why are they celebrating and happy? Because they just gave a bunch of money to wealthy people and big corporations. They just gave those two, that group of people, wealthy people and the wealthy people who own large corporations, a tax cut. Yeah. When people are, you know, made to make decisions off of fear, they can be manipulated. You know, again, regardless of what reasons various working class people voted Republican, those Republicans are going to cut taxes for the wealthy and cut taxes for corporations. And then they'll take whoever will vote for them. And whoever goes with them now that Republican candidate is kind of stuck with those groups of people, you know. Republican Party policies do not benefit working class people. Cutting taxes for the wealthy and corporations does not benefit Joe the plumber or whatever, you know. I'll, I'll, why would it, you know. So that's the thing. It's all out in the open. That organization doesn't do anything on a primary level that's going to benefit the average person. And in fact, sometimes they do things that actually have a negative benefit on average people that they're deliberately doing. You know, they're, they're purposely doing things that will benefit a tiny group of people, even though they will, they know full and well that it will cause an added stress on everyone else. But it's because they don't really care. They can get away with it. But the people that don't know any better are, you know, we affectionately we call MAGA now in this country. Bless their hearts. They're the uh, they're still loyal to Donald Trump, even though he's no longer the president, folks. You know they're they're the uh, you know still passionately wearing the, the Make America Great shirts and stuff, and they're still out there. It, you know it, it never really seemed like out and about in public there was really that many of them, really. 
Um, you know, a lot of them, you know, I think tried to play it close to the vest because maybe they realize that it's like, you know, you can try to pretend like it's just politics or something, but you, you declare yourself a Trump supporter. The later the year is, the more it's like, oh, you're you're one of those. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, like, like what the fuck are you supposed to say? You know, like you're supposed to go into it like it's it's it. There's a certain understanding. This is gonna be kind of a limited range in the relationship or whatever, because they're they're a member of a fucking cult. You know, they they've been lulled into believing that this famous con man guy who became a game show host is actually this great guy. And the worst part though is. He was famous for being a dipshit. Yeah. Donald Trump was a famous con man. And it was all out in the open. Like, everyone knew it. It wasn't a secret. It was slightly subtle, I suppose. But, it... You know, some people really have to be, like, kind of spoon-fed stuff. You know, if they're not told directly. But then it's like, if they're allowed to just kind of think nonsense for too long then they're just unable to process the reality of things and so we got these this the MAGA situation you know it, it's this big massive and it's this vicious cycle where the Republican Party who are the organization to protect the interests of the wealthy through tax cuts to the wealthy and tax cuts to the corporations is now bound to these people that most of the Republican Party probably don't really want to get too into the weeds with the weird conspiracy shit that the MAGA folk are real into and Trump is. I mean, Trump is a disturbed individual. So he, he created a movement that's now kind of out of the box and whatever. It's And it's just kind of roaming around. It's like, what are we supposed to do here, you know? There's a few Republicans here and there that are fine, like, well, we we got to draw a line somewhere. I mean, you know, obviously most of us are not condoning this kind of shit, but these are the only people that are going to vote for us, you know? Uh, it's a tough situation. They have to ask themselves at some point, are, are you really supposed to have a career in politics? There should be term limits, you know? So if you're worried about getting voted out, well then you're not you're not doing your job just you have the job now and it's for a certain amount of time do your job with honor and then pass it on to the next person you know maybe it's just time to go if all you're worried about is getting a chance to serve another term when you just started this one a couple of years ago and you still got four years left if you're a senator you know it's just it's but that's where their minds are. They want to be able to hold that post for as long as possible. But they need to hand it off to someone else now. You know? They're they're just enjoying the perks of the job. But now they got something where it's kind of hard to control. Because it's just pure surreal insanity now. You know? You got millions of people that are making votes. They're casting votes based off of pure bullshit. And most of the rest of the population knows it and probably even some of the people that are making those bullshit decisions know it too they're just kind of like you know fuck it or something you know they kind of know what they're doing is wrong but they're just kind of doing it anyway because it's like exciting or something i think there's a, probably a fair contingency within maga that knows what they're doing is wrong 
you know, supporting such an awful person like Trump who needs help. You know, this praising him in this way and giving him absolute power and prestige and letting him do whatever that's that's not helping him. You know, he he needs to get professional help. He he's a sociopathic narcissist, you know. He he's a disturbed individual. But you know, it it's exciting for some folks to go to his rallies and stuff and some got so excited that you know they wanted to try to violently overthrow the government and i think a lot of reasons it's like this kind of a moving on it's because it's like as scary as it kind of looked on tv it also looked pathetic you know it looked it was it was embarrassing like it, it's like many of them didn't even really realize or think that what they were doing could be possibly construed as criminal and it's just like how far up how fucking stupid you gotta be, man. You know? Not using your head is like being born with two asses. You know? And those people, the January 6th thing, I mean... Like, I get being, like, frustrated about the government not working their way or whatever, but holy... Good God, man. You, you, you try to assault police, police officers guarding a Capitol building any capitol building it police, police officers guarding any police any capitol building anywhere in the world you try to attack them that the obviously the security at the capitol had an incredible amount of restraint was it because the MAGA crowd was white maybe seems like it i mean i don't know you know it's like why were they? Why was that crowd able to get away with so much? I mean, thankfully it wasn't some kind of massacre, but it's like those MAGA crowd wanted it. You know, there is a certain death cult kind of aspect to the MAGA thing. You know, um, and some did die for Trump. They, they died, you know, trying to invade the Capitol. So it's. Man, it's a weird time. It's weird that that was already so many, so long ago. There's still this corona thing. Still lingering on. But it's... Fear. You know? I'm just not living in fear. You know? I know some people had fears of vaccines and stuff. I got vaccinated... I don't even know how long ago now. It's 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 so like not a. But meanwhile, areas that didn't get as high vaccinated rates are now having overflowing hospitals and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, it's just crazy. Like uh, millions of people just were manipulated into doing all kinds of stupid shit. They they supported building of walls. They they believed that if you just went outside in the sun a very dangerous airborne illness that was rapidly killing people would just it would just go away if you just went out in the sun and then what was discovered with a very high effective rate if you wore a mask and got vaccinated the virus would probably just go away it would most likely just disappear within weeks uh, many of those folks that were lived in fear you know, the same people who supported building walls um, said that 
businesses requiring a mask is, is government overreach. You know, it's just, just kind of... So many of those people died. Yep. In, you know, September 2021, with coronavirus still running across our country, the vast majority of the people now who are dying of coronavirus are, of course, the unvaccinated. Obviously. You know, if you're vaccinated, then you're vaccinated. You did what you need to do to protect yourself. If you're unvaccinated, you're just playing Russian roulette with your own life. Have you already passed? Have you already had the had it and it just passed through without any symptoms so now you maybe have some antibodies maybe maybe not maybe it's just a game of chance before you pass someone that has the delta variant you know you know if you want to really take the odds go to a trump rally or whatever you know go visit idaho without a mask idaho is really struggling it's uh just unfortunate when people that are just so lustful for power in, in their lust for power can make people just do stupid things that endanger their own lives. You know, there's a lot of good, hard-working people that became anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, and then joined up and were like devout MAGA supporters. There's a lot of good, decent people in that crowd that just got... You know, it, it's jarring, you know, to see some of the types that are in there, you know, because I've had, had family and then, you know, some friends from college and stuff that are kind of in the the sort of outer edges of MAGA, because there's like the hardcore center of MAGA that's like Proud Boys and Nazis and pretty extreme fascism. Then on the outer edges, though, you got just sort of uh, devil's advocate types that, you know, that sort of are unwilling to say anything negative about Trump and just sort of find ways to excuse him. Unwilling, unwilling to admit that maybe the things that they profess to be aren't really what they are. You know, maybe their professed beliefs aren't as emphatic. You know, because Donald Trump is Donald Trump. You know. A man who feeds off of fear. So I think my hope for the future is that there's just more options, more voices for people. There's more empathy and understanding of each other, of our similarities and our differences. We start embracing some of those leaders from the 60s some of those leaders that died trying to improve things for everyone as far as the government being involved it would be you know education as a right we as a society and forget government or whatever what do we as a people what do we as a society think are important i think education as a right you have the right to an education yes that's not this education is not the same as a life just going to a library the going to the library is not just is not the same as an education you know an actual institution of higher learning you should be allowed to get as much education as you 
can or want to get, you know, including skills training. Why not encourage those that want to learn skills and get, they can just go get them. If you want to put in the work, put in the work. You're not going to get paid while going to school necessarily. But why not a universal basic income? Yeah, ba a basic income. No, it's not going to be enough to afford a lavish lifestyle and most likely, yes, you will work on top of it, but yes, it will make transitions easier. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Healthcare is a right. Meaning when you get sick, you go to the place that heals people and you get healed. Making it easier to stay healthy and have a good, long, quality life. Healthcare as a right. Education as a right. Universal basic income. Basic stuff. I think government should be small and fiscally conservative. Yes. Okay. So it should be able to bring in enough to kind of pay for those kind of things right off the bat. And those kind of things are things that's before they kind of pay for themselves, quote-unquote. You know, healthcare pays for itself because healthier people are healthier people, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, they, they live longer and work longer and are more productive, so they can, you know, generate more money and pay more in taxes, that kind of stuff. That's, so that's the that second part. It's the Republican side of things, you know, or whatever. They, as far as the paying for it. Education paying for itself? Well, of course. You know, yeah. You have a higher percentage of educated, highly skilled people who can do a wider range of things. Yes, you, for the people that don't want to go to school, there will be other options. But, uh, yeah, we have to obviously start moving in more of a... just a different direction. Giving people more options main thing is, uh, you know, being able to go to school and get educated without going into debt. Universal basic income, because it's like, you know, crazy things happen. People shouldn't have to starve to death in this country, you know. The best part is none of those things cause any hardship to the people that would have an increased in their taxes. So I do also support marginal tax rates, taxes, a wealth tax, and an estate tax. Yep. Those taxes would affect about 2% of the population, but that 2% are extreme outliers. Uh, they have w earnings and wealth and estates that are exponentially more than the regular average working class person, exponentially more. You know, the marginal tax is a tax on earnings above $10 million in a year. That's an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, so even after you pay the marginal tax, you are living in an extravagantly affluent lifestyle. Congratulations, you made it. You can never work another day in your life, and you'll be able to live very comfortably forever without ever having to lift a penny. Congratulations. And that's even after you paid your marginal tax. So yes, in order to pay for those kinds of things of universal basic income, health care as a right, and education as a right, the people earning, earning, quote-unquote, the per people, you know, getting the most money would have to pay a higher percentage in taxes. But it would be a sort of luxury tax, if you will, 
It's only the portion above a massive amount that comes in. And the amount that comes in for them in many times is just a negotiated salary. So they could always just kind of keep in mind what their tax bill is and just negotiate a different amount, taking into account what they're going to pay in taxes so that their final net amount is the number that they're looking for. Their financial advisor and accountant can work it out with them. Yeah, so all that can be just sort of taken care of beforehand with the people that are making that kind of money. They know how to do such things. Their whining and complaining is embarrassing. You know, wealthy people complaining and having to pay wealth tax. There are billionaires in this country. Billionaires with a B. That's like a... People are legally allowed to be a billionaire. It's kind of weird. You know, but... You know, we... Our our species loves kings and queens, I guess. You know, we, we like the idea of nobility and royalty and people sort of being born into a certain class. And then no matter what, being able to just sort of maintain their class. You know, we, we like that sort of hierarchy thing, I guess. And, uh, you know, just like nobility and the sort of uh, feudal-type system and stuff of the old days, uh, there's plenty of people that are born into nobility that aren't really all that noble, you know. Trump, for example, he was one that... He's your kind of classic born into a certain... The nobility, you know, the noble class or whatever, but he isn't a very noble person by any stretch of the imagination. He's just a person who was born with massive amounts of money and he couldn't find anything decent to do with it except try to make more money with it. Kind of sad, really. Of all the things, you know. I mean, some people were born with almost nothing. And then uh, we're given certain gifts of just good natural ability and tenacious work ethic. And then they worked their ass off and then eventually became a professional in something. And then, you know, built schools with it. After starting out with nothing, you know. Donald Trump started out with everything and then just used it to try to make, get more. And then that guy convinced... Millions of people to vote for him a second time after he abused his power twice, abused his power and was impeached twice, and now he still has devout followers. Even after 500,000 people died from the coronavirus since it came to our shores. So, and it's a weird time. But let's hope, let's always hope. Hope for new options, hope for things to get better. And, uh, yeah, you never know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it. I don't know. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic, but I'm an optimistic realist. I like to think this country is long, but 71 million people voted for Donald Trump a second time in 2020. I, you know. I mean, that just happened. That's a real thing. Those are real, live, living, breathing people. Like, four years of Trump, they voted for four more. <laughs> 71 million. That, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. You know, that that's not just, you, you know, whatever, that Netflix uh, documentary about that, that cult that was in Eastern Oregon for a while or something. Uh, what was it? Wild Country or something like that. 
or the Branch Davidians or something. MAGA is obviously a little bit different, you know, because the 71 million Trump supporters aren't all MAGA, but a huge portion are, and obviously you got to have, you know, you got to have something, something's askew if, if you're supporting Trump in a political way, in a, yes, I believe this man should have access to the nuclear codes. You know, what's going on there? Yes, after all I've seen of him as president, give me four more, please. Like, some, something's going on there. You know, regardless of what your political views are, that, that's kind of irrelevant. It doesn't really have anything to do with politics. It's who, who he is as a person, as a man. A so, sociopathic narcissist should, should not be in political office. Shouldn't have access to, you know, that level of power that... that you know, that's just not a good idea, regardless of what letter is next to his name. You know, the letter next to his name is really irrelevant. That's, but it it does address the elephant in the room. The the organization that picked that guy, you know, you know is is the organization that picked Donald Trump. You know, the ones that finally did it, that finally nominated to be president of the United States, Donald Trump, was the Republican Party. Donald Trump has been trying to be president since the early 90s, and then he finally succeeded in 2016, not by running as some sort of alternate party, but as an actual Republican, and they actually picked him. He was just kind of the last man standing. He was kind of in fifth or sixth place the whole time, and then, you know, one by one, various sort of, you know, Republican candidates just dropped out. And he was just kind of the last one there. And so they they went with him. Now they're stuck with him. Because uh, obviously no one that's moderate... If you're voting Trump, you're not a moderate. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> you're considering Trump in 2024. What you're voting for is fascism. You may very well be voting for the right to no longer have the right to vote. Yeah, and that is what it is, you know, like, if you want to vote small government fiscal conservatism, great, but that ain't Donald Trump, though, so, if those are your things, small government fiscal conservatism, maybe think about a libertarian candidate, because it's obviously not Donald Trump, so, stop making choices based off of fear, make choices based off of, like, a better picture. So what would you do if you had access, if when you got sick, you could just go to the doctor and get healed? If, if you felt like earning a degree, you could apply to a college, and if accepted, start going. None of it, you don't need to ex exchange any money. What would you do if you had a, a basic kind of little bit of money coming in regardless of whether you're working or not what would you do with it would it help i mean there is a better way for this country to work and it's certainly it's certainly not by division and fear and stress and tension constantly being put on the working class easing that stress and tension through universal basic income health care is a right education is a right investment in infrastructure while, yes, you know, some, some moderate increases on the taxes on the wealthy, 
because they'll be fine afterward, can lead to a lot of more robust prosperity for all. So why not? I think that seems like a much better way to go than sort of just bending over backwards to let the wealthy do whatever they want, regardless of the destruction it causes to everyone else. That That's not a good way to run a society, and that, that cannot go for too long. You know, because right now the Republican Party is... They're just saying whatever they can. Whatever the MAGA folks want to hear, the Republican groups are saying it to them, the candidates, they're saying it to them. And yeah, it's got to be a better way. All right, I need to finish this one up. It's getting a little rambly. And then, uh, yeah. So stay safe out there. Make sure you register to vote. Get vaccinated if you haven't already. Wear your mask. If you're in public. Or you're indoors. And, uh, yeah. All right, God bless. This is Gary. Thinking out loud.